Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Alongside the man, the myth, the legend, the juice, I am the big man, and this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's going on, buddy? What is up, man? What is up? How's your week been going? Well, it ain't been too bad, and I actually kind of wanted to ask you about this. Is it? Have you lived your whole life as a Browns fan? Yeah, pretty much. The way I have lived the first five weeks of this season. Because the Cowboys won this weekend, and I'm having a pretty good week. Yeah, Has the the Browns' success dictated your happiness? Because if it has, you are a miserable motherfucker up till this year. No, I'm, well, I'll tell you this much. The the Browns always got me down on Sundays. Ah, but Ohio but State. Ohio State always right. put me back up on my pedestal I got on you. Saturday. So I, got you. I only time, dropped right? a little bit. Up till it's time for championships, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I guess. Well, we got our championships, though. All right. uh, you got any shout outs? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, this month, October, is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, I don't know if you have any family that's lost their lives from breast cancer i have uh so i just wanted to shout out breast cancer and if any of you ladies or any of you guys out there with ladies you need to be feeling your boobies guys feel your old ladies boobies ladies let your guys feel their boobies uh you need to check them for lumps of breast cancer awareness so i want to shout that out to you guys and and say we love you and I love boobies. I I can't argue with that sentiment. I haven't really had that much of a a toe with breast cancer, but I've had quite a big toe with just cancer in general. So I'm all for it. If it's related to cancer, I'm all for it. So I think I think most of us, uh, most people, have dealt with some kind of cancer. Yeah, fight in the their fight. family. Fight the fight. Do it right. Let your men play with your boobies. Yeah. Um. Let's get on to uh, news time. Let's do news time. All right. Uh. First. First things first, buddy. Uh. Your boy Dak went down with. I don't know. Using lead off with this. Ah oh, man. Listen, How do I say a, this? This is a pretty devastating this, injury. This Compound fracture. I have spent all year between this show and illegal hand to the face, um, kind of going back and forth about is Dak worth this money? And I've said the whole time that Dak is not worth this money. It does not mean. That he deserved this. No, this not was at devastating. All. This was a compound fracture, which means the bone came out of his skin. It broke skin. It super set up for infection. Like he was, re- he was stabilized there on the field, which was great by the medical crew, and then taken immediately to uh, emergency surgery. Um, nobody deserves this. I don't give a damn how much money you make doing what you're doing. Nobody deserves an injury like this, and this is going to affect his future. Oh, yeah. Um, this, this nobody's going to give him the money that he's uh, – I have said that he's not worth the money that he's been asking for. But, but he would have got it from somewhere. He, he's not even going to get the money he's actually worth after this. I don't – I don't. somebody will pay him. He's a damn good – He's a good – he's a solid quarterback. Do not mistake what I have said in the past about him not being worth the money he's asking for me saying that he's not a good He's a damn good quarterback. Somebody would have given him that money. He's yeah. not going to get it now. And, he he and might all, not have been worth it to Dallas, obviously. 
But he would have been worth it to somebody. Uh, look at Kirk Cousins. Right. Somebody will give you that money. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, I'll be the first to tell you, um, this injury is very impactful. Uh, I mean, Dak's talent can't be measured. I mean, you can't measure it with an abacus. No, I mean, I mean he's it, it's absolutely he is talented. Yeah, he's super talented. I knew he was talented coming out of the draft. I thought, but I thought when Dallas drafted him. He's going to sit behind Romo. He's going to learn, yada, yada, yada. Circumstances right. come about that he had to play early, and he done very well. He did very He's well. super talented quarterback. I'm just saying that I don't know if any quarterback's worth that amount of money and that big of a hit on the salary cap if they're not Aaron Rodgers, if they're not Tom Brady in their prime. Like, if they're not guys that you could absolutely say, we're going to throw you out there with right. a bag of balls and you go win us the game. I don't think they're worth that amount of money. Right. It doesn't mean he's not a super talented quarterback. Right. And this is going to be like, I'm super glad they spent money on a backup and got Andy Dalton. Yeah. Because I think I even said this at at Legal Ham. Like, Andy Dalton took the Bengals to the playoffs. And there's only a a handful of guys that you can say have done that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm super happy we have Andy Dalton waiting in the wings, but this, this is devastating. And it really pains me to see this happen because I'm all about players getting as much money as they can, as I know you are too. Right. But it, it, he's not going to get that now, and it's super devastating. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm no cucumber scientist, but Dallas looks like they're going to be in a little bit of a pickle. Uh, they are, but I don't think it's because of this quarterback situation. Do you? Do you think, think they're going to resort back to running the ball more? Yeah, I think they go more toward that offense of handing the ball to Zeke, keeping the defense off the field, which they should have been doing to freaking begin with. Like, let's just get that straight to, right. right off the bat. They should have been doing that the whole season because that defense is Keeping that poor. defense off the field, right. That's, they are that's a good awful. idea. That is the worst. Um, it might be the worst defense in the league. Yeah. Like, I'm not even playing. Like, yeah. usually that's reserved for Miami or the Jets or or somebody like it. Dallas right. might have the worst defense on the field, and I'm telling you this as a Dallas fan. Like, they might be worse than Washington. But they do have their players coming back, some other players coming back. So they, they do, but it's not going to help better. that second. No, their secondary is awful right now. I agree with that. I mean, the underneath stuff will help when Van Der Esch and Lee and all of them are back right. and – and on key, but it's not going to help that secondary. And that secondary is awful. All right. Well, let's move on here. Uh, Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov. Um, out now. Saying that, did you? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, they're fired. Atlanta fires. Uh, what do you think about this? Do you, do you think? Well, we've this- said, what, the last two weeks that we thought um, Atlanta's owner helped. Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank usually waits till the end of the season, and we thought that Dan Quinn would make it to the end of the year. Yeah. But, so, that is why I'm surprised. I'm not surprised he got fired. Right, right. Like, I, as somebody that sits and thinks about what they would do, I would have fired him even before this. I would have fired him last season. Yeah, I would have too. But, I mean, we really thought Arthur Blank would wait till the end of the year. That's what surprises me about this. I mean, it... He's not done a good job. He's a defensive guy. Right. That's the part that blows my mind. He's a and, defensive guy, and, and the defense, defense is the problem. Right. Like, so, yeah, you got to get rid of him. So, Raheem Morris takes over as the interim head coach. I 
I like Raheem Morris. I don't know if you remember him during his playing days, but he played for the Buccaneers. I, I don't I really remember like him for his playing days, but he was a head coach somewhere else. I like I know the name. Where was he? Tampa. Yeah, yeah. He was right. head coach at Tampa Bay. Right. I don't think Raheem Morris is a bad coach, but now my question to you and what I've seen is that uh, Matt Ryan being shipped out the door is not off the table. No, it's not. Uh, so is, is what, this going to be our – could we see the last of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones together? Is this going to be a rebuilding? Yeah, I mean that, that's kind of my question. Like, what what what's your take on the Matt Ryan? Would well, you keep him? Yeah, I would because you know his salary cap. He's owed like fifty million over the next year on a cap hit. So I I, I think you'd have to keep him. Hopefully, you you uh, suck bad enough to where you can get a decent quarterback in the draft, and that would be a perfect situation. The talent's already there. You wouldn't have to really do a complete rebuild. Um, and what better quarterback would you want to have your rookie set behind than a veteran like Matt Ryan? Well, it's true, but it depends on which rookie it is. Right. Well, we got to see what the records are at the end of the I know. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Somebody will, I'm sure, I don't know how the business side of the NFL works. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do. But uh, let's say that somebody takes that cap hit away from you. I don't know if that's even possible. I'm not really sure. But let's just say it does. Like, you are you don't have to pay him no more. Right. Do you keep him? Oh, if that's the case. Take the money out of it. Do no, you keep him? I don't. Well, no, I don't. If I'm, if he's me. the draft? I'm rebuilding. I'm rebuilding. I'm I'm tearing it down to the studs and rebuilding. You keep Julio? No, I know I don't. Only, only people I keep on that team: Calvin Ridley. Yeah, um, that's a good building. And that's pretty much it. To be totally honest with you, I mean, I would probably keep Matt Ryan, but I would want him to be that veteran presence to Man, uh, it's, it's so... help out with a young quarterback. And this is what illegal hams telling me about Dak. Like, it's, it's so hard to find a quarterback. And I don't think Matt Ryan's a bad quarterback, but he's one of those that I don't know if he's got that killer instinct. Well, I don't know if he's that – I don't noticed, know if he's a dog. Like I've noticed since, what was it, 2016 that they went to the Super Bowl and lost? Yeah. Um, I've noticed since that Matt Ryan's kind of just slowly been – Falling off. I mean, he's getting up there, and, and he is. Like, he's a, He's not really that old. He's in his what, like lower to mid thirties, I think. But which, though, I think if you get an offensive mind in there, and somebody that's smart enough to say, "Hey, we need to get Julio Jones in the freaking end zone," right? You mean like when they had Kyle Shanahan? Well, let me ask you this real quick: What was that Super Bowl appearance Atlanta? Had was that more to do with Kyle Shanahan's offense or more to do with the coaching and the team overall of Dan Quinn? I think a lot of it had to do with Kyle Shanahan's offense. I think he's proven it in San Francisco. Right. Like, I mean, I know they're doing shitty this year, but well, I mean, they've been devastated with injuries right. this year. But I mean, Shanahan's a genius on the offensive side of the ball. That's what I'm saying. If you get you another offensive guy in there, like, does, do they flip the script again? That's true. So, who do you think the the, the next head coach that's going to be fired? Uh, probably Patricia. 
What about um, Adam Gase, maybe? Adam Gase, yeah. yeah I was maybe. thinking of Gase or um, Jacksonville head coach, Doug Marone. I don't think Doug Marone's. And I think Anthony Lynn will be gone after at the end of this season. I'm trying to think. My, my thing is like <clears throat> how, yeah, I think he's gone at the end of the year. But I'm trying to think of teams when I'm thinking of early fires is – who is not meeting expectations. So I don't think Jacksonville had real high expectations coming into the That's year. If they were looking at it realistically. So I don't know if they really make a move. But the thing I also think about is like teams are making moves and teams are interviewing. So you really don't want to be the last to the party on interviewing that, coaches. That's like, true. That's true. So I don't really know. I think it's either it, – it, it, I got to put my money on it. It's either Gase <laughs> – or Matt Patricia. Patricia. I, well, you know my... Yeah, your prediction was, was he Matt was gone. Patricia. I thought he was going to be the first to fall. I did not think O'Brien would be the first one to go. I, fe- I felt like he'd be fired. but I thought both of the, I thought both coaches that were had been fired at this point should have been be fired, fired last year. Like, mm-hmm. I think they sat on him way too long. I agree. But, uh, well, I'm not going to say Bill O'Brien should have been fired last year. The Texas made the playoffs. They won a game in the playoffs. So, I mean, as a coach, Bill O'Brien's not that bad of a coach. Yeah, he's just a really shitty. And you've got as GM. much talent as he's had that he had in Houston. I mean, that team was loaded at multiple points. At one point, they had Clowney, J.J. Watt, Brian Cushing. Marcellus Wiley. They had the yeah. best defense in the they league. They really had a really good defense. And he, as an offensive coach, he couldn't come up with nothing offensively for them to win. And then you turn around, and now he's got – he's still got J.J. Watt, and he's still got a decent defense, and he's got uh, Watson and Hopkins, and they've had multiple running backs come in and out of there that were decent running right. backs. Like, he's – the man's had talent, and they constantly underperformed. So I've right. always thought that he needed to be gone, even last year when they blew that big lead. Which I mean, I know it's to Kansas City, and that offense is ridiculous. Right? How do you blow that big of a lead? True. Uh, speaking of Kansas City, uh, the Raiders handed them th- their first loss, by the way, uh, and they did it the Gruden way. They they did great. They ran the ball effectively. They passed the ball effectively. Derek Carr this year, he he's looking. I'm not gonna say MVP like, but he's looking more like closer to the season of his season where he was an MVP candidate. I mean, it was it was surprising just because it was Kansas City, but go back to episode one, me and you both said that we thought Derek Carr was a good quarterback. Yeah. Like, so I'm not surprised to see Derek Carr have success, and Josh Jacobs is a heck of a running back. Like, there's pieces in Vegas, so. Right. They got, they got pieces. I uh, wasn't incredibly shocked, but I was, I mean, just the fact that it was Kansas just a City, little I was bit, surprised. Just a little bit. Uh, so, I'm not going to go over and announce all the changes, but the NFL changes the schedule uh, for eight different teams. Yeah, it's on uh, the Twitter page, Cheap yeah. Seats Pod 1. Cheap Seats Pod 1, if you want to check it out. The, it's a lineup of I'm all, about done with all this, eight teams. I'm about done with this COVID. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Especially as a fantasy owner, I'm so done with this. Yeah. Like, Speaking of fantasy, how'd you do in uh, the Vampire League this last week? I lost. Me too, but you great thing about losing in that league. <laughs> the Browns won again. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, well, the Cowboys won this week. Right. Ball, so, maybe I we mean, can get, you know, maybe we can get on some kind of roll. I'm okay with taking the L in fantasy to get the W in reality. Uh, real quick. I can't believe you had it. You, you really brought up fantasy and you didn't bring up the Guru League? Well, we will. We'll bring up the Guru League. Okay. I know we faced each other, and I know I whooped that ass. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, you spanked uh, me. Like, I can't believe you didn't bring yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, actually, I forgot a little bit. But uh, I wanted to touch real quick. Uh, the uh, Lakers won the finals in six games, like yeah. I said a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you got it. LeBron's MVP. Uh, they should have won it in five. Probably should have swept them. Uh, well, they should have won it in five, but really, like, Jimmy Butler had, like, that Superman performance yeah. in game five to push it to six. Mm -hmm. Like, the man played, what, 47 minutes or something like that? Yeah. Like, he, he had, he literally pulled out Superman, like, he had it like, was incredible. One of the great like, game. It, it was right. really one of the funnest NBA watches I've done in a while. Yeah. Uh, surprise. I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not totally shocked by this. Uh, the Panthers are setting at three and two, tied for the division lead in the NFC South. Well, I think early in the season, like we said, this was going to kind of be a weird year. I think eventually this is going to level out a little bit. I think. I don't. I don't. I don't know that it does because I was thinking early on, with especially with the new coaches, with the pandemic going on, I thought starting out it was going to be a. Uh, a big stumble for a lot of these new teams. And we're not seeing it well, as bad as I thought it would be. I think what has shocked me the most has been what I was expecting was it was going to affect offenses. It was going to affect new quarterbacks, new coaches, new play callers. It's and it affect has to an extent. But it's affected defenses way right. more than oh, what I expected. Yeah. Like, yes. And I, I figure eventually defense is going to come back around. But right now, I mean, fantasy scores are way yeah. up. Like, true, true. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch that. Um, Jimmy G got benched, but I think he'll be good to go next week uh, when they play again. Do yeah, they play Kyle, next week. It, I, I can't remember I if they're know. on a bye or not. Uh, Kyle Shanahan stated that he thought um, the injury was affecting him a little bit more than what he had expected prior to the game and that he was protecting him. I don't think this is – they're not going to set Jimmy G going forward. Like, I don't I don't think. Uh, the SEC post, postponed their first uh, game because of uh, COVID, by the way, um, which I, I, think, I think we were all kind of prepared to yeah. see this happen. Um, and I think I said – I don't remember if I said it on air, but I said this was going to affect uh, college a lot more than Oh, yeah, the NFL. I agree. These kids still got to go to campus, and they still got to be around a lot more people. Like, I thought it would be extremely hard to get a college season off. I'm glad they're trying. Right. But, uh, Texas A&M upsets Florida 48 or 41 to 38. Uh, Alabama, give, Alabama defense gives up 48 to – Ole Miss, which I, I don't know if you've seen that game. I, it was a weird I think game. you said I, you were well, back to partying it up. I was, day. but we were at the bar at that point. So that was I a did, good game. I did catch part of that, and I caught most of the U.K. game at the bar. But um, I love U.K. Their their defense looks so great. Dude, I mean, and they just look <coughs> they look big and powerful and like right. bullies. That's and what you said. That's what I expect. Like They bullied people. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think it's pretty much for the. Uh, oh no, our one of the major headlines we're missing out. Lev Bell released. Oh well, I got that. You just ain't got to me yet. Okay, okay. Go All ahead. right, so we'll just start there. Uh, the Jets released Lev Bell. Um, what the hell are the Jets doing? <laughs> they they've let Robbie Anderson go. They've let Lev Bell go. They let Jamal Adams go. I mean, uh, what? I think they're in a. Re I think they were trying to rebuild. And they've been rebuilding for thirty years. Well, like. <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say. They they were trying to rebuild at the end of Mike McCagnan's tenure as GM. So whenever they were doing that, of course they drafted Sam Darnold. They signed Le'Veon Bell. They drafted Jamal Adams. I get that. That's under a new. Uh, they're under a different regime. The biggest thing was Adam Gase, Joe Joe Douglas, and I. I think Joe Douglas is going to be a great GM. I think they need to get rid of Adam Gates. I let Joe Douglas hire his own coach. Yeah, and I think the Jets will be just fine. Uh, what do you do though if the Jets are number get the number one overall pick? Do you? Uh, I don't know. Do you trade Darnold or do you or do you select uh, Lawrence or Fields or Trey Lance? I don't know. What would you do? If you had the number one overall pick, are that, you trading your pick? I think I'm trading the pick. Um, yeah, because I don't need a quarterback, and I think I'm going to try to get two number ones out of it. Well, I think I think if I... If Especially I'm if coach, I can stay in the top five. Yeah, but I think if I'm a new coach and a new GM, I have to like Darnold. If I don't I like think Darnold, Sam Darnold's super talented. I think, I'll be honest with you, I said this before... The Browns drafted Baker. Don't get me wrong, I do like Baker. And at, after they they drafted him, I was happy for him. But I wanted them to get Darnold all along. Well, I like Darnold super talented. Um, so I mean, if I end up with the number one pick, I think you almost you almost yeah, got to trade it. Like, do you, I don't I don't do know. you take Darnold over Lawrence? No, because I think Trevor Lawrence is. A Amazing, but that's what I'm saying. You got the number one. It depends on. Pick. It really depends on what you can get out of Darnold versus what you can get out of the that pick. First, well, you know, you're going to get more out of the first round pick than you. Yeah, you, you almost know. have to. So I think I'm okay with Darnold because, like I said, I think he's super talented. But I'm, they're going to fix a lot of holes, so I think you want picks. Okay, I think. All right. I don't know. Ask me at the end of the year. I'll tell you. Again. You got it. You got any more uh, news? Uh, yes, yeah, I have covered. Sam Darnold's out this week. Okay. Um, and the biggest thing I have on that is, as far as daily fantasy, I am almost playing Miami's defense in every lineup. Okay. Uh, they play the Jets this week. That's, so that, that's I mean, a good idea. That's a good idea. Sam Darnold gone. Left Bell gone. Like really nobody that scares you. I think that's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, uh, Broncos running back Melvin Gordon. Was charged with DUI Tuesday night in Denver, along with going over 25 to 39 miles per hour over the speed limit. Uh, head coach Vic Bangio says everything is open. We hope to have a decision by Thursday or Friday. All right. Uh, so before we get on to our next segment, do you do you have any more news? Uh, Chandler Jones will have season-ending surgery yeah. on his bicep. I've seen that. I forgot yeah. to write that out. We we talked about uh, Arizona's defense 
coming into the season, and we thought Chandler Jones was about the only super talented. Yeah. One, so I think it's a big injury. And then Kyle Allen is medically cleared and is in line to start this uh, week. Spe- speaking of Kyle Allen, do you think that was the right decision to bench Dwayne Haskins, put Allen in? I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, Haskins just looks out of place to me. When yeah, I watch and I don't play, know if it's the organization, like the unstable environment that I they're think that's part of it. But I think Haskins, just his style of play, it, it fits more in the old style NFL. He's not a he's not a mobile quarterback. He's a drop back pocket quarterback. He's yeah. slow. Um, he's not real super athletic. So I think he would fit. I think he would have been a better fit. He got a great strong arm. I just think he would have been a better fit 10 years ago than what he is now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought he was really talented coming out of Ohio State, but I really I think the unstableness of that organization, it, it's hard for, I don't want to call them kids because, I mean. Well, that's what they are. These yeah, guys are I mean, really. 22-year-old kids. It, they need time to grow. Some do. Yeah, and most, and most people in that environment, especially like, even me and you, and like we're walking into a new employer, like um, you want that stability mm-hmm. almost, and and it's not there in Washington. Right. And I've never played professional football, so I don't really know how big of a role that plays. But it's got to play something, oh, yeah. right? Like right. so. But Cal, Kyle Allen is the one that's in okay. line to start. So. Real quick before we get on to our next segment, did you did you catch the uh, Monday night game between the uh, Chargers yep. and? Uh, the Saints. Yep. What do you think about Justin Herbert? Dude, Justin Herbert's a dog. He's the real deal. Like, I kind of had questions about him coming into the season. That dude is a dog. Like, he can ball. Look. He can make every throw. He's mobile. He's more athletic than he looks. I don't, I don't want to j- jump the gun on him too much, but I'm seeing a lot of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen out of here. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's got it all. It looks like, and and with the right coaching, I think he'd be super. Uh, I think he'd be superstar potential. All right. So, uh, what do you say we go to uh, list it? Well, let's list it. All right. This this week's edition of list it is uh, must haves for the game. Uh, the big games, I'm thinking, like Super Bowl things of that nature, uh, rivalry games. Yeah, any game that you're gonna have people come over. Right. Food, drinks, things like that. Uh, all right. So, uh, you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you go ahead and start it off. All right. So, we're going to do top four. And basically, I looked at this like any game that you're going to have people over to watch. So, for me, like it's big. Like you said, the Super Bowl, uh, college football playoffs, and right. like big UK games. Anything rivalry. Right. So the first thing, first thing I'm gonna put out number four, and and with mine, it's like I don't need every single one of these, but I need at least a combination of four through two, and one is the I have to have. You have to have. Okay. So the first one that pops in my head at number four is chips and salsa. All right. A lot of people are doing uh, cheese dips. A lot of people are doing that buffalo chicken dip around uh-huh. here. I need that salsa. I want that salsa option. So okay. I, I, that was the first one that I thought I, I've got to throw salsa in there because I love salsa. All right. That sounds good. Uh, what about uh, uh, my number four 
is a uh, little red smokies and uh, barbecue sauce. Oh yeah, I, I love them. Perfect little you. finger food. You can take you no know, toothpick, pick them out, yeah. eat them, yeah, put I some got cheese, you. things like that. Yeah, I like little love smokies. that stuff. Uh, by number three, jalapeno poppers. Ooh, oh, I like the smell of Put some cream cheese in there. Don't put no cheddar cheese in there. I want the cream cheese and wrap them in bacon and let's go to work. Like that's, that sounds actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I know some people are doing cheddar cheese with those. Even restaurants are starting to do cheddar cheese with them. I want the cream cheese. Okay, that, that's my only thing. All right, uh, my number three. I tried. I started doing this last year. I had a. Uh, Michigan Ohio State game down here, and I made these uh, Kings Hawaiian sliders. Oh yeah, yeah, I love yeah, them I because something. you can make pretty much just buy you the Kings Hawaiian little uh, rolls. Oh, yeah, and, and cut, the tops cut, off cut the top off. up. You can make whatever kind of sandwich you want: ham yeah. and cheese. Yeah, I mean pizza, su- pizza su- sliders, whatever. Sesame you want. seeds on top. If you want them. I love it. Like, yeah, that that's probably that's something a little bit new for me, but I love that. Yeah, they're universal. So. My number two is Little Smokies. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I love, love Little Smokies. Smokies. That's my. That's uh, almost a must-have. And I know when I, when I, when I do them, uh, I like to take uh, bourbon and put it in there in the mix. So I do like grape jelly. Well, um, I've, I've had grape jelly with meatballs. Never done it with the Little Smokies. Oh, I, put, I put a spoonful of grape jelly in there. I put a little bit of bourbon in there. And I do, um, I kind of cheat and I get those Kingsford seasoning packets. Mm-hmm. And I'll put one of those in there per package of Smokies. Right. And then the barbecue sauce on top. Okay. Uh, what are we? My number two. two. Number two. And it's a definite have to. Uh, I got to have plenty of beer or some kind of liquor, some uh, kind of alcoholic yeah. beverage. Yeah. It's a have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, buying from four to two, as long as you got one of them with the combination of one, right. number one's cold beer. Oh, of course, number one's yeah, cold you beer. What was, your cold number, beer. what was your number two again? Little Smokies. Little Smokies, that's right. Yeah, so I need either a combination of Little Smokies, Jalapenos, Chips and Salsa, and cold beer. Yeah, my number one got to be Wings. Oh. I don't care whether they're hot wings or barbecue wings or naked wings. Anything you, I just got to have beer and wings. Listen, I, I love some wings. I, I think they do. I, For my personal preference, they need to have some heat to them. I like the hot wings. I like them, but I don't care. Uh, don't be feeding me no naked wings, but I don't care. If I, like, naked I like hot wings. Barbecue or Italian, whatever you want to Give, just give me some damn wings yeah. and let me get out of my way. You like bone in or boneless? Oh, you got to be bone in. Okay. Like ah, sure. Good. Cause, right. uh, I, I found out I might be kind of out me a bit, but uh, Big Bry up there at Illegal Hand of the Face, he uh-huh. does boneless. Uh, I, I mean, boneless, I can do the boneless. Boneless, you're getting chicken nuggets with sauce on them. They make wings. Like, That's all they are. Uh, all right. Well, we'd yeah, say we uh, say we got to do cold beer. Oh, yeah. Cold beer alert. I got that for you. Oh, that's I needed that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you want to start reviewing last week a little bit? Yeah, we'll go to uh, the games of the week from the recap week five games. Uh, my pick was the uh, Bucks at the Bears, and your pick was Indianapolis at Cleveland. 
Uh, I think that we, Bucks and Bears game on Thursday night—that was a good game. Yes, it was. I know it was a lower scoring game, and I told you I thought we were going to see an appearance of a uh, big dick Nick. Yeah, but you seen a little bit like. That was kind of in and out with Nick. Like, yeah. You, know, you kind of seen Big Nick Nick, and then he'd go into little pee-pee balls. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but thing is, the Bears won, though. So. Yeah, they did They did pull it out. Uh, the Buccaneers looked a lot worse than what I was expecting them to look, and it's got to be coming off that short week because they were really humming there. for. And, and, what, and what about that fourth down play at Brady? Did where he, oh, where he forgot what down it was? Do, do you think he really forgot the down? Honestly, I think he did. I think because he, did. he was solidly arguing with refs that he that he had one more down. Of course, and he's I think not it was the say spot. that in the media, but I think he's full of shit when he said that he knew what down was. No, he spiked the ball and and forgot to count that as a down. Like I right. honestly believe that because he was solidly arguing, and I don't think you make that argument if it clicks in your head. Yeah. at that point. Okay. Uh, what about the Indianapolis at Cleveland? We, we, speaking of both games, we we did pick the winners right this week. Yeah, we did. Um, I thought it was a decent game, but I, I said when I picked that game that I thought Rivers was kind of looking like he was lobbing everything. He's still looking like he's lobbing everything. He, he don't have no arm whatsoever. No, he's, he can't put heat on the ball. So, I mean... For especially what I'm preferring for these games of the week and, and looking for the shootouts. I don't, I don't know how many more Indianapolis games will be in there, but I really like Indianapolis's offensive line. I really like their run game. I like a lot of pieces in Indianapolis. I just don't know if Rivers was the one to bring in. No, I think they'd be better off having Jacoby Brissett back. Yeah, I mean, at least he can put some heat on the ball, and he can make kind of some different throws instead of just that lob. I mean, with with Rivers in there, T.Y. Hilton's not even making the plays that he uh, normally would, the downfield plays that he normally would make because he don't have nobody to throw it to him that far. No, and, you, and even on the short intermediate stuff, you can't split two defenders because he can't put the heat on the ball. Right, so, right. Yeah, I think uh, they're really struggling with that, but I picked Cleveland to win. Cleveland won. Cleveland won. I I was a little skeptical because we did lose Chubb, but our run we still was able to run the ball effectively. Uh, we played good defense. Our our defense to me is what's uh, really surprising, considering that we have so many injuries. Um, so let's get on to uh, week six picks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Game of the week picks. Our, our week six game of the weeks. Uh, I I got the uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I mean, it's probably not going to be the best game to watch of the week, but it's the implications of this game for Cleveland. This is probably one of their biggest games that we've had since we've been back. Yeah, um, I don't like – some people say this is a rivalry, like – Cleveland's going to have to get some wins for it to be a rivalry in my yeah. mind. But it's going to be a fun game. Like, it's a divisional game. Uh, Pittsburgh's really humming. Like, this is going to be a good litmus test for uh, the yeah, Browns. Yeah, I know exactly where they are. That's why I say this is an important game for them. Um, so, what's your pick for the week? 
Uh, Kansas City and Buffalo is my pick. Okay, uh, that was the game. That was one of the games that was rescheduled. It was originally a Thursday night game. There is no Thursday night game if you guys are listening. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do on Thursday night? Now, I guess I'm going to have to get drunk. Fuck. Uh, you can always st- study your schooling and stuff. I won't do that shit. I'll just get drunk. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I really like Josh Allen. Um, I really I, I like Buffalo in general. Um, and Kansas City, obviously, they're the best offense in the league. So I, I'm looking for a shootout. I'm looking to see if Josh Allen can keep up. Yeah, that that'd be a. I think that's going to be a fun game to yeah, watch. Yeah, I'm watching a lot of pieces, so I I think just in general that's that might be the funnest game. Okay, all right. So uh, you want to do fantasy picks from last week? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into our picks from last week or week five recap. I had uh, Bridgewater and Greg Ward, and you had uh, Devontae Freeman and Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So at quarterback, we had Teddy Bridgewater. Twenty point eight two. Yeah, he scored. He did relatively pretty good, which yeah. I I was counting on that. He's going up against thirty second ranked defense. Yeah, so I thought I thought he did very well, and especially if you're using these for daily, he was cheap. Right, it really worked out for you. Uh, Freeman sixteen point seven. You seen the more the workload increase even more. I think he had like seventeen carries right. this go round, so that workloads. Up and the snap counts up, right. and you're just going to keep seeing better and better out of him. Uh, Greg Ward, the former quarterback from Houston who turned wide receiver for Philly, he's been getting a lot of targets, and that's why I chose him. He's been getting the opportunities. Yeah. Um, Especially because, with injuries. That yeah, Philly's, Philly's mangled with injuries. Uh, he had 12.6 points. Not a super game, but a – a solid game for a spot starter like that. Yeah. He was in the 4,000 range on DraftKings. He's right. still in the 4,000 range on um, DraftKings. And as long as Alshon Jeffries sitting on the sideline, I think he's a playable guy. Yeah. Uh, and then your your wild card pick for the week was uh, Kirk Cousins. Yep, 14.16. It wasn't as great as I was expecting facing the defense that he was facing. Yeah. But he, it was basically a second half. Dal- Dalvin Cook got a lot of uh, work as well during that game, so that might have took away. Yeah, I mean that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That first half, it was all Dalvin Cook almost, right. and so basically you're looking at second half at fourteen point one six. So yeah, if he got the same usage in the first half that he got in the second half, you're looking at twenty eight points. You're right, like, right. Uh, all right. Well, what do you say we go on to uh, this, this week's picks? Well, that's pivotal, I guess. If you want to. All right. Uh, you got quarterbacks and, and wide receivers this week. So my quarterback this week is Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania. Going up against Detroit. He's at home. Minshew Mania. It's actually, I've been surprised with Jacksonville's success this yeah, year. They're, they've been up and down. Minshew's been up and down. If you get him in the right situation, he has good games. Yeah, man, but he's going against Detroit. Nobody on Detroit's defense really scares no. me. No. Um, Not really. So I think it's a good matchup. He's at home. I like that a lot better with young quarterbacks than I do. Like veteran quarterbacks, I usually don't even look where they're playing. Okay. Young guys, I'm looking. Are they at home? Are they on the road? Right. Okay. What's the environment going to look like? So he's at home, so he's comfortable. He's in Jacksonville. The weather should be good. Like, right. I'll uh, take him. Uh, so my running back pick for this week is actually probably a deep sleeper. Uh 
Yeah, he's super cheap. J.D. McKissick at the Giants. Um, need I really say more? Uh, I know Washington has other running backs to use, but his uh, he's been getting an uptick in carries and opportunities. Well, since we talk about Washington running backs, why don't I just give a little shout-out to uh, Gibson? Yeah. Antonio Gibson, back. He, he's really coming on. I, he, he's starting to come on. I used him. He had over 20 points last week. Like I, I I'm starting him. to see that Christian McCaffrey comparisons yeah. now, more so now. Yeah, he's really starting to come into his own. So, And I don't I don't hate the McKissick pick. Um, but I just kind of shout out to him. Like, he's really coming on. McKissick's oh, yeah. definitely usable, especially in this matchup, because McKissick's getting on the field. So, like, right. you're trying to save money. Let's do it. Like, So who do you got for your wide receiver? Uh, Jameson Crowder at Miami. Uh, the J- <laughs> As bad as I hate to Excuse say me. it, um, with the Jets getting rid of Lev Bell, Darnold not playing, yada, yada, yada. Jameson Crowder is the only talented yeah, guy on the I offensive mean, side of the ball. Like, who else and he's going get? against Miami. Right. So, like, I, and I even think you're going to see some end rounds. I think you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out of – uh, crowd. Well, they're going to have to come up with something. They can't just, you know, I don't know who the backup quarterback is up there. but I don't either, but, and but the fact uh, that I don't know who it is guarantees me that he's not going to be a world leader. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, but, I mean, Jameson Crowder is the only talented guy on that side of the ball. Like, it, they're going to have to run it through. I agree. I agree. Uh, Who's your wild card? Well, I, I know I picked him a few weeks ago, and I'm going to pick him again. And a few weeks ago, he did really well. Uh, Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Tight end for uh, Miami. Going up and get the Jets. Get the Jets. Well, Same game. Like you said, you know, Jameson Crowder is the best player on offense outside of Darnold. Well, he's probably the best player outside of Darnold on the whole damn team. I don't even really know a whole lot of the people on the defense anymore. Besides uh, maybe yeah. just a couple. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I can't sit here and name one off right off the top of my head. Right. So, yeah, he might be. And Gasecki's kinda in that spot where I don't he, know. I like him. Like, I mean really um He's athletic. In the passing game he's probably the number two option behind Parker, but I mean, you can't throw every ball to Parker. Yeah, so. Right. All right, guys, uh we're at the end of the show now. This is where we do our cheersings and uh, any little tidbits that we want to let out. Uh, I got a few people I want to hold my glasses up to. Uh, what How about you? you? Well, who you got first? Well, first guy I want to give a, sh- a sh- cheers to. Uh, I know you don't really remember him that well. You probably don't remember him at all. He was a former... Astros and Cincinnati Reds second baseman Joe Morgan. He uh, died no, this past the, week. I know the name. You know the name, and I'm sure you've seen him on baseball tonight. But uh, uh, yeah, and I know the name because, like, as little as I follow baseball, like at what the, I do follow is the Reds. Uh, as bad as I hate to admit it, yeah, I would never. The admit Southern that. Ohio Reds. Not the Northern Kentucky Reds. The no, Southern Ohio Reds. The nor the Northern. No, we don't. We don't. We don't Kentucky want them. Reds. We don't want them. We don't want them. No. Don't start with me. You all got them. No, we don't want them. They're still Ohio. Y'all right. have to take them. But what I do follow is the Reds. So yeah, that I I don't really remember a whole lot about him, but I do know the name. Okay, all right. Is there anybody you want to shout out? 
Oh yeah, the fact that um, we ran uh, just it's just kind of cool uh, to see Alex Smith on the field again. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've watched Project Eleven. Um, I've seen some watched... bits and pieces of it, oh, but I never watched the whole thing. You need to sit down and watch the whole thing, and I would encourage any of our listeners to sit down and watch the whole thing. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix, right? Uh, I'm sure you can find it on ESPN Plus or YouTube. Or yeah, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube at this point. It's the story behind the Alex Smith injury, man. The rehab, what he what he went through to do that. Dude, they had to send back. this guy to a military base for physical therapy because his injury was more similar to a military injury than it right. was to a sports injury. There was, I know. I, I think I read a couple different times that he almost died like twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and I know he had staff infections. Like, just watch the documentary from start to finish. You won't regret it. Uh, and then you'll really appreciate what you saw Sunday with him coming in, even completing passes, moving the ball a little bit, taking hits. Like It was, it was just really cool. Okay. I want to do a, do a quick little cheers to – he was one of my favorite players when he played for the Buckeyes. Then he then he got drafted to uh, that the hated Steelers. He finally retired. We didn't mention it in last week's show, but uh-huh. I want to mention it now. Ryan Shazier decided yeah, that, to hang it that up. That was cool. And it, it, that was another one that – it was even cool just to see him walk. Oh the yeah, that I mean those are like, just feel good. Stories. First walked onto the field with Pittsburgh, like I got that was sports. cool. And then every time they would cut to him on the sideline, and he'd be walking up and down the sideline, like yeah. I mean you got good I mean, I'm right now. Just, like, just about talking it. about it. that's so amazing. Like to yeah, me. it's cool with the, with that injury and the way that injury looked when they first started. Like it, yeah, it's just a cool story. So I like it too. All and right. Obviously, cheers to the listeners. Yeah. We're we're at over a hundred and fifty plays, so thank you guys. Keep listening. Uh, thank you so much. Keep telling people about it. Uh we're looking at at going out and trying to tell and promote as much as we possibly can. Uh promote the show, promote the Twitter, promote the Facebook, promote it all. At Cheap Seats Pod one, at the Cheap Seats Podcast on Facebook, uh at the Cheap Seats Pod at Yahoo.com. If you want to email, like, promote all of those. Yeah, guys. Uh, you know, we're starting out, we were just doing this for fun. And, and we still are doing it for fun. But we really appreciate the listeners. And as long as there's listeners, we're going to keep doing it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, just the more listeners that we got, the better it is. So, And give us feedback. Don't be afraid to give feedback. Ask questions. If we're doing something you don't like, say it. If you want to see us do some kind of segment, say it. Tell us. Uh, yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, so let's get our glasses up. Razor glasses. It's 1867 again. Let's roll. <sighs> That's it, guys. We're out. <laughs> We're out.